0: Good morning. It's uh, your Friday morning constitution with your boy DMac. Welcome to it. Welcome your comments, your questions, your concerns. Getting to President's Day weekend. This one sneaks up on you because uh, who knew that we had a three-day vacation? Hmm? Of all the holidays, this is the one that's like, okay, all right, I guess. You know, it's funny. This particular year, I've always said that the Super Bowl should be played on President's Day weekend because everybody can uh, get drunk and then uh, have Monday off. I didn't realize it was actually literally this close to the Super Bowl. But, you know, I'm not that bright. So here. We go with the night that was last night. And we start off with um, your Colorado Avalanche that, listen, man, as as bad of a road trip, uh, you got three out of 12 points. You lost last night to Tampa Bay, six to three. You had moments where you did have a lead. You did make a comeback, and then you gave it all away. Michael Malone spoke the other day about a Jekyll and Hyde sort of Nuggets defense. Well, what Jared Bednar is dealing with this team is the real Jekyll and Hyde. And this, this road trip, boy, did you want to hide? Bedsy after the
1: loss, who is just at, at his wits end. You know, wanting to win has got to mean more to us. I think uh, like some of the defending details that we like, we'll do it right for 15 minutes at a time. And then just you know whether it's mental physical or buy-in whatever it is like at times during the game it's just like we we make um, you know we play soft and we come in our zone um, more than one guy at a time and um, you know swinging off checks and they execute and capitalize and score and then we go do it right again for another 15 minutes and you know give up another grade a chance it's like seems like uh, some of them were turnovers tonight that were really unforced. Um, I, I can see turnovers when teams are pushing you hard and, and forechecking hard and putting you into some tough spots. You know, wanting to win has got to mean more to us. I think, uh, like, some of the defending details that we like what- – There's an audio
0: and video. Should I try one more time? It was good stuff. Let me try one more time. Because I want to get to his, his frustrations at then. Hang on one more time.
1: You know, wanting to win has got to mean more to us. I think, uh, like, some of the defense.
0: I'm being doomed by technology. Well, I want to thank, uh, it's not Jesse's fault, and uh, Gorilla Sports, they're incredible. And I appreciate that. I just think when you're doing a, a podcast through a, literally a tin can with a battery, perhaps that's an issue. I'm going to try one more time. I am so going to try one more time. And, I'm Bezzy, I'm only going to give you one more time. You only get one more shot with me.
1: You know, wanting to win has got to mean more to us. I think... Uh...
0: <laughs> mm. And You know I, I want us to try one more time, don't you? <laughs>
1: Anyways, thanks to Gorillaz. You know, wanting to win has got to mean more to us. I think uh, like some of the defending details that we like, we'll do it right for 15 minutes at a time and then just, you know, whether it's mental, physical, or buy-in, whatever it is, like at times during the game, it's just like we we make, um, you know, we play soft and we come in our zone um, more than one guy at a time and, um, you know, swinging off checks and they execute and capitalize and score and then we go do it right again for another 15 minutes and you know give up another grade A chance. It like, seems like uh, some of them were turnovers tonight that were really unforced. Um, I, I can see turnovers when teams are pushing you hard and, and forechecking hard and putting you into some tough spots. We turn the puck over on our own too much with poor decisions and execution and then again, some of that, that defending. It's, it's got to mean more to us to win the hockey games. We're giving up too many. Wow. It's got to mean more
0: to us to win the hockey games. Mm. Brutal statement, don't you think? Honest, which I love. Love the honesty. Love Jared Bednar. Love this Avs team. But, but it is insane what's happening with them now. They are 20 and five at home. That is staggering. 20 and five at home. It, it, it's, it's amazing. It, it's the most wins at home in the entire Western Conference. I'm scrolling, scrolling through the rest of the league. It's the most wins of any team at home in the National Hockey League. You are arguably the best team in the league at home. 13, 13, and four on the road. Last 10, four, five, and one. But I mean, come on, man. That is extraordinary the way you are at home you lead the league in wins you're 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 arguably the best home team in the NHL so what happens what's the difference in the Stanley Cup year the avalanche were unreal on the road they were great so you cannot you definitely cannot give up on a team that has the best record at home Zero chance. They're four points behind the Stars in the Central, and the Stars have um, one game in hand. The Jets have four games in hand on the Avs and are one point behind. So, you know, it's it's a little weird there in the Central, but of course, the the ABS are a playoff team this year. That's that's not really in question. The question is. What can you do? And and how open is this championship window? Meanwhile, Vancouver is just rolling. 55 games playing, same as the Avs, and they are 10 points in front of the Avs. The Oilers are rolling as of late. Let me give you an NHL scoreboard real quick, and we'll see what happened last night. But, you know, it's not you've got to sort of keep up with everything. The Kraken beat the Bruins four to one Panthers shut out the Sabres for nothing. Wow. So did the Panthers have back-to-back shutouts? Pretty good for them, huh? The Leafs, uh, beat the Flyers four to three in overtime. The ducks got the uh, centers five to one Kings over the devils, two to one a game can Rangers beat the can- uh, Canadians seven to four. Blues over over the Oilers, 6-3. So, so much for the Oilers staying hot, right? Uh, the Stars uh, saw Moak show, the Panthers, 9-2. Penguins beat the Blackhawks, 4-1. Sharks over the Flames 6-3. And Canucks beat the Red Wings, 4-1. In terms of the avalanche, it's time to lick your wounds and come home off an epically long, horrible road trip um, that, was buttressed by playing really, really, really good at home and into an all-star break. So I, I don't know. It was weird. Like everybody says, yeah, we could use the break. It's fine to take the break, all that stuff about the break. But I don't know, man, the abs are playing great before the break. Like I, I was like, oh, okay, I guess so. But I don't think the break did the abs good at all. I think it, separated them as as a team they lost their flow and connection you add Zach Parisi, which is fine you know no no big deal there you go with Ananen last night well you lose with him you still have problems that basically identify okay I mean you miss Gabe you miss Gabe you miss Val you, know, you miss those two guys you miss the play and leadership of Gabe You missed the point production of Val. I actually don't think it's that complicated. And you don't have a solid backup goalie situation. You don't. So. So I I think that's kind of it. I I think that's it's, you know, it's. While it's. Complicated to sort of. Get on the right path. the, the, The situation. Uh, in terms of what you're missing, is uh, it, it feels to me relatively obvious. But, you know, what do I know? That's your avalanche. They're back home. Weird start time on Sunday. Uh, they're playing Arizona on Sunday. So they do have today and tomorrow off just to try to figure it out. And then they drop the puck against the Coyotes at 4 o'clock on, um, on Sunday. and And they'll probably win. Coyotes are 8-14-4 and 4 on the road. They're not a good road team. And the Avs, like I said, are arguably the best home team in the league. NBA, there's an all-star break. And we all feel slightly sorry for Nikola Jokic for having to participate in it. It stung losing to the Kings the way the Nuggets did. It stung. Didn't want to lose that way. The Grizzlies, who are terrible, beat the Bucks 113-110. to 110. How did that happen? And Doc Rivers, after the game, said, our guys' minds were on Cabo. Woo! The Grizzlies are 7-20 and now at home. You needed to focus a little bit better on that one, Bucks. The Warriors, the, the shooting Palooza, and despite only scoring 20 points in the fourth quarter, they beat the Jazz 140 to 137 because they put up 48 points in the second quarter. Clay Thompson pretty good off the bench with 35 points. Meanwhile, the Timberwolves just keep rolling. They crush. That's how you go into an all-star break. Just destroying a um, uh, inferior team. And they beat the Blazers 128-91. to So, uh, Minnesota, Tim Conley, man, they have all the momentum. They've had a great first half, even though I know we're further than a half game. But that win last night, going into the All-Star break, with 55 games played, and the Nuggets have 55 games played, the Nuggets are three games behind Minnesota. I think the magic number is five. If you're ahead by five at the All-Star break, I think you can pretty much say hasta la vista to whoever's five games behind you. So the Nuggets aren't out of it. In my opinion, it's not easy, though. Three games behind. Oklahoma City trails Minnesota by a game and a half. Clippers are two games behind the Nuggets, three. Behind the Nuggets, you've got the Suns three games back in the Nuggets. You've got the Pelicans three games back of the Nuggets. So the Pelicans and Suns are the same difference behind the Nuggets as the Nuggets are behind Minnesota. So if you think to yourself, well, listen, it's tough, but it's doable to catch Minnesota, well, then you've got to logically think Phoenix and New Orleans are saying that same thing. But that's not all. You're four games ahead of the Mavericks and four and a half in front of the Kings. The only teams, Lakers, Um, you got them by six and a half and then eight games in front of golden state. I'm not worried about them, but the Kings, Mavericks, Pelicans, and Suns are all reasonably in touch with you, but you're still in touch with Minnesota. So I would say the nuggets right now, they're on like a little bit of a balance beam here. The play in is seventh place, seven, eight, nine, and 10. 78910 okay so you don't want to be in the play in week well you've got three teams four teams within five games of you so to think that this is going to be easy for the nuggets is ridiculous and you want to be listen you got 27 games left If you go 20 and seven, I mean, that would be incredible. You'd finish with 56 wins. Okay. But you want to go, I mean, at least 17 and 10, don't you? You want to finish with at least 53 wins, don't you? There's a lot of work for the Nuggets to do here. Um, at home, the Nuggets are 21 and 5. So you're seeing these two teams with your Nuggets and Avalanche. The Nuggets are 21 and 5. The Avalanche are 20 and 5. You are seeing really, really good home teams. No wonder that these teams both sell out every single game. It's worth the price of admission. So in um, 20 and 5, 25, 20, 26, 25, 26. Uh, 51 home games this year. All sellouts, I think. And out of 51 games between those two teams at home, there's only been 10 losses. So if you've been at a home loss for the Nuggets or Avs, I'm sorry. And, And that's why that game against the Kings stings so much. How many other teams in the NBA have 21 home wins? The Thunder do not even the Timberwolves. They're 19 and 5 at home. They've just been psychotic. 20 and 11 on the road, where the Nuggets are 15 and 14. Uh, Boston has 26 home wins, and Milwaukee has 23. So, by that standard, the Nuggets are tied for third with the best home record in terms of overall wins going into the All Star break. It is a tough place to play. Again, and I'm going back to the, to the nuggets a little bit. That's why that loss just stings. It stings. Congratulations to Caitlin Clark. She has scored the most points ever, um, in college, uh, women's basketball. That is a remarkable feat. Um, I mean, just, just amazing. She also set the Iowa Hawkeyes single game scoring record. It's bonkers. Uh, You all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Y'all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. It's remarkable, man. She scored 49. 49 points. See, you women beat them. Uh, so Iowa beat Michigan 106 to 89. She only needed eight points to to break the record, and she <laughs> smashed it with 49. That's really awesome. It's incredible. She's a tremendous athlete. Uh, she's, she's great for sports, period. Never mind women's sports. Um, and she'll be paid accordingly. She should be. She brings excitement. To to a sport that when you watch it closely, it's like, well, why don't we pay more attention to this sport? We probably should. So good for Caitlin Clark. That's incredible. Grats to her. Meanwhile, in terms of NFL news, you're in a bit of, well, I call it the lying season where you really can't trust anything that's going on. But there are little details pouring out in terms of what to expect. One, um, the Seahawks are going to keep Geno Smith on the team. If he's on the team past Friday, he collects $12.7 million. So good for him. The rest of the NFL news is relatively minor. I do find it remarkable, and we haven't really talked about it here, but Steve Wilkes gets fired after one season with the 49ers. Steve Wilkes must be the best coach who can't keep a job I've ever seen in my life for his short stints in Arizona, Carolina, now the Niners. So there's something about this guy who is obviously talented. And there's also something about this guy that teams want to move on from him. I don't know what it is, but it's remarkable that he he's getting uh, amazing jobs. And then his stay with those teams is so short. I'm not sure what to make of it, frankly, but I guess it's his fault. Take your comments. um, Appreciate everything let's see what you're up to today hopefully you're enjoying life uh who knew we had a three vaca- vacation all government workers i don't i don't i actually my snare i don't have my snare drum now i had to give it back to its proper owner that's a long story good morning dmac good morning to you anthony What's happening? What's shaking bacon? Is that what that means? One more time. And then we got mom. Hi, mom. It's good to see my mom out there. Meanwhile, we have golf action. You know, it's funny. After football ends, you're like, oh. Eh, shit. What? What else is there? We're watching Tigerwood highlights. Why are we watching Tigerwood highlights? I don't know. He finished in a tie for 49th. He had five birdies and six bogeys, but 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 this is where we are. It is his first official PGA Tour event since the Masters last April. Okay, all right. That's news, I guess. But 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 is Tiger how the hu- how old is Tiger Woods? Is he fifty? <laughs> I mean, listen, man, I think that's pretty good. That. You know, he's competing at all at this level. He's 48. He just turned 48 years old. That ain't a kid. He's a 48-year-old professional athlete playing playing against 20-year-olds. And it's one of the lead stories in sports. That Hey, guess what? A 48-year-old professional athlete first of all, he shot par like in a golf tournament. Plus one. He shot plus one. He shot a 73. That should be the news story. A a 48-year-old shot 73 in a highly competitive golf tournament. Yeah, okay. He's eight shots behind the leader. He's 48 what what are people expecting out of tiger woods as a professional athlete at this point i think that's incredible what he did it's 48 shot a 73 good for him <laughs> are, are we are we expecting tiger woods to like you know i don't know i don't know what we're expecting i'm not expecting anything good for him but this is what happens when uh we're we're low on the news cycle so when i'm doing um when i'm doing that perhaps it's time to uh to get going but i i love you i appreciate everybody watching um we'll be back with a hangout to talk about whatever's going on what was jack shooting at his age i don't know i think jack won his last masters when he was 46 Remember that classic one the 86 Masters I think Jack was 46 when he won the 86 Masters his last masters So <laughs> I don't I don't know You 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 know the the headline of this is you know football's over when what did a 48 year old shoot When is that hockey game I was 7 I get it all right, I'm going to say uh, bid you adieu. I want to thank you for watching and paying attention. You guys are the best. We'll be back to chop up football stuff with our guys, Nate and Chad at 8 a.m. And let's hope the Avs can get it together on Sunday. So we'll have full coverage on Sunday, top to bottom of the avalanche. Um, We'll see if they practice tomorrow. Maybe I'll... We're over at family sports. um, Go over there. We're doing a lot of moving my wife and I. So we have a lot of cleaning up work to do around the house to get the house ready to sell. We're getting serious. It's getting a little scary. Wish us the best. We found a good place to to move to. We just don't know if we can swing it. We're trying to figure that out. Do we have the money to do that? I don't know. It's a little scary, but it's going to be tough because when you find a great place, it's like, oh boy, now what? (laughs) now now what do we do oh my god we found it it exists it's sometimes better if you don't find the place at all but no we found the place now we got to make it happen maybe yeesh stress we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see love you thank you for watching um we will have programming i'll be on with the fellas noon to three actually congratulations my guy scott hastings who is being inducted this morning into his high school's hall of fame? That's tremendous, and um, so it's just me and Tyler today. Scotty taking a few days off to go do that, which is wonderful for him, and um, you know it's uh, it's a break for everybody. The hockey guys took a break. Scotty's taking a break for the NBA, but um, myself and Tyler on today with Dan Tanner and Josh Grismer. We appreciate you watching and paying attention to that. And then 4.30, the hangout. No games tonight. So maybe a little, you know, maybe a little loving. A little date night action. Nod. Wink. Saturday, we'll probably check in with the ads over at Family Sports. And Sunday, we're covering the team. And uh, Monday is President's Day. So, um, yay to Woodrow Wilson.